hey, it's Cadillac Jack. And I admit I made some sort of mistake. Not sure what the mistake was, but it's very possible that on October 13th, I hit the wrong button when uploading the October 13th episode of the My Second Act podcast. The title is It's Time for Cadillac Jack to Get Something Off His Chest. So, just like you, I have no idea. I haven't a clue what I wanted to get off my chest on October 13th because the episode wouldn't download for me either. Just a small technical glitch. And so many people were kind enough to reach out and say, Cadillac Jack, gotta know what you need to get off your chest. So, I thought that today we would declassify the October 13th episode of My Second Act. Enjoy, it's time for Cadillac Jack to get something off his chest. My name is Cadillac Jack. I joined Atlanta Radio when I was 19 years old, put in a loyal 26 years. Welcome to my second act. My name's Dawn and I'm Caddy's wife, and I've come to the startling conclusion that you are not a fan of the environment. Where did this come from? This came from the fact that I believe you have been being deceitful about the garbage for the past who knows how many years because I've watched you taking out the garbage and I'll be like okay I'll have like a big plastic container for milk which we go through 52 gallons every two days and a cereal box or like something and I'm like put those in the recycle bin and you're like okay Okay. but last night you tripped up and you were like okay no I knew you were going to come behind me and lo and behold you're outing yourself right now that you did no, you put it, it in the some, trash bag, is what I was going to say. I tried to put it in the trash bag, right. and you flagged it. I flagged it. And so I carried it out, and normally, you're right, I would have just tossed it in the regular trash, but something told me you were going to do a spot check, and so I actually put the laundry detergent bottle that was empty in the recycling can, right. which I normally don't do. I don't believe in recycling. I don't believe in that kind of okay, stuff. Okay, just as a premise, or you, in general, just, is it too much in of general. a Is it you too know what much else, for you? You know what else? Mm-hmm. When you send me to the grocery store to get milk... I get whole. It's out. There you go. It's out. You get whole milk instead of 2%? I get whole milk every single freaking time because I want whole milk. And it says clearly on the grocery list, 2%. No, (laughs) skim. No, I want whole milk. So every time you send me to the store for milk, I always bring back whole milk. Well, you're a grown-ass man. I feel a whole lot better now. Good. I've been holding that in. I've been holding that in for years. (laughs) Wow. You've never noticed on the label. Wow. In the refrigerator. Okay. Okay, we can stop. That's uh, that's it for today. That's all I got. Listen, if that's the worst thing you've got to Well, to... there's probably some things that will top that, but... We, wow. Why, uh, why get Here, off task? Here's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> here's my thing about... It's not so much the recycling versus the non-recycling. We just have so much trash. And so the, it's embarrassing. The trash bin is completely full, and the recycling bin is empty. Because I put the recyclables in the regular trash bin. So get it together, Sam. There's two containers. It's not that Nobody's difficult. Nobody's got time for that. Millions of Americans do, and they do it daily. That's what. That's the thing that bothers me more. That's what it actually... About me. Tell me what bothers okay. you about me. <laughs> let me, as Ron White says, let me tell you another thing about you. That you don't know. That you don't know about you. No, it's just, it's like you're, you can't be bothered. That's the bigger issue. In general or with recycling? In general and recycling. Okay. But that's terrible. Like, what other things can you not be bothered to do? We don't have time for that. All right. Ain't nobody got time for that. Okay. Well, anyways, I'm I'm glad to know. It says here on the run of show for today, uh, Donna's, we call them Plinkos. My name's Donna and I'm Caddy's wife. You hate the environment. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> See, I didn't know you were talking about me, as in you hate the environment. Oh, no one loves the environment more than when me. When you put this in the ROS. I love the environment. All right. Good day. Good day. Let's connect on social media. I'm at ATL Cadillac on Instagram and Twitter. There's also the Cadillac Jack fan page on Facebook. And don't forget, holler at Alexa. Just scream and say, hey, Alexa, play Cadillac Jack in the most recent episode of my second act will magically appear. All right. Your hype song. Today, on the way here to uh, the App and Media Group, 30 miles north of downtown Atlanta. So mine was Mac Powell. And you probably, everyone probably knows Mac Powell from, if you're familiar with the Christian band, um, Christian rock band Third Day. And Mac is from Marietta. He lives in Marietta. And Third Day was so successful. And they stopped touring a while back. But I mean, uber, uber successful. And um, Mac did a country album. He did two country albums. And I love the song, Do You Love Me? And he sang it with Liz Bailey. And it was off his album, Mac Powell. And you remember that album? It was released in 2012. It was so good. And he was going to kind of try to do a country thing because some of he, he has really country roots. Um, and some of Third Day songs could probably cross over to country. Um, but it's a great song. It's called Do You Love Me? And one thing I do want to say about Mac Powell is his wife, Amy, just um, she had an aneurysm and she overcame it. She spent 14 days in the hospital and it was really touch and go for a while. And um she has recovered and is going through therapy now and doing great. So we just continue to wish them lots of um, love and healing for her. And they're amazing. They have three biological kids and they adopted two kiddos. They have five kids total. And Mac is a great person. Um, we have a we have a really good picture of all of us together. We'll include it in the letter this week. But um, great song, Do You Love Me from Mac Powell. What about you? On the way here today, I have been listening to a song that um, you're hearing in commercials for, um, what's the insurance place? American Family Insurance. Yes. Bill Withers, lovely day. When you see that commercial on television, it just takes you to a simpler, softer time. Oh, I love that. Bill Withers, what was the other hit, Lean On Me, I think? Yes. So I want to add, uh, lovely day, lovely day. Lovely day. That's about day. it. That's, yeah. I mean, we could just, yeah. It's a lovely day. That. Yeah, okay. Um, I just. It makes you smile. Towards the end of the song, Bill Withers holds a note for 18 seconds. Wow. And it is believed to be the longest note in chart history. 18 seconds. That's breath control. He holds a note. That's some breath control. All right. We have a special guest in the studio with us today. Yes. And we're going to have a third selection that will be added to the Spotify Hype Song playlist with uh, the My Second Act podcast. And we say hello to our 14-year-old daughter, Charlotte. Yay. We're leaving here and going to the doctor. Yeah. Who has the the misfortune or the fortune of having a doctor's appointment on, on her, her day off on her day school. off from school? All right. Yes. So, you know, I've often said on the podcast that that a lot of my musical tastes I get from our kids, and specifically Charlotte. Charlotte introduced me to Ed Sheeran. Charlotte introduced me to Panic at the Disco. Mm-hmm. Um, in a lot of different groups. Me uh, too. She's and, introduced me to Five Sauce. She introduced me to. We have a mutual love. Charlotte and I have a mutual love for Harry Styles. What are Harry Styles fans called? Harry's. Harry's. Yeah, I don't. I don't know who picked that. That's a little. I thought it was something else. I thought it was like another name. Okay, well I'll the be stylers. a Harry. The style. Well, I like that better. <laughs> I'd rather be a style. I'd rather be a stylish than a Harry. Yeah. Yeah. So how are things going in freshman, for high school world? I'm. I'm good. Do you have any boyfriends you want to talk? I don't. About? Okay. Unfortunately. <laughs> Can I tell the story about the little boy you dated in preschool? No. <laughs> yes. Don't tell that. Huh? Let's don't talk about that. Okay. His parents listen. Okay, okay we can't. We won't talk about that. Okay. I think it's hilarious, though. Oh, Donna's shaking the head. I got the head shake from <laughs> Donna, meaning no. Let's move on. Okay. So, um, knowing that you were coming in today to spend 
time with us in the studio, I said, listen, why don't you pick out a song and add it to Mommy and Daddy's Hype Song Playlist? What do you got? It took me like an hour to find one. I was in my room looking through all my playlists. I finally decided on, I actually found this band through Five Seconds of Summer. It's called Married in Vegas by The Vamps. I played you the acoustic yesterday. I love The Vamps. I love that song, yes. You were like, I love this sound. It's a good sound. We were on the way to Panera Bread. We were having yeah. a daddy-daughter lunch date. I don't even know what you were talking about. And was you- it like the piano? Because I was going to talk about the piano. The piano in okay? the song. Swallowing that seems to be going around in the family. I love the Vamps. Didn't they have a song with? Um, was it Demi Lovato? They wrote a song with Demi Lovato. Yeah, yeah. I like but the Vamps. They're they're rebranding their entire band this year, so they're releasing an album. It's called Cherry Blossom in four days, so the sixteenth of October, and they released three singles. And I chose the lead single. It's called Married in Vegas. It was released back in July, of twenty twenty. So, yeah, the whole theme is like pink. Like their album covers pink, like all the photo shoots they've done have been based off the color pink. I love that. So I thought that was really cool. The Vamps married in Vegas. What else you got? There's like there's four members. It's Bradley Simpson. He does the vocals. Tristan Evans, who's on the drums. Connor Ball does the bass, so he's like Callum. And James who's McVeigh. Callum? Callum's with five does sauce. Does the guitar? Of course. Yeah, and James McVeigh is like Michael Clifford because he does the guitar. I let Charlotte have my ox yesterday. I did. You never let me do that. So I, I was ne- so honored. I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a big deal. I have to just be very careful with what I pick. And okay, you, you explain what the ox is. For I thought of the kids know what the ox is. The auxiliary cord in okay. your car, which means it, do you, I don't give it to anybody. Nobody gets my ox. No, no. I literally was like, I'll do anything to have the ox cord. And you were like, no. That's not what I said. <laughs> That's not what I said because you, you we listened to several songs yesterday. No, yeah, we did. You listened to the Kinks, the or somebody, <laughs> the Killers, Killers, the Killers. That's it. Have y'all ever heard of Bluetooth technology? Like you could just Bluetooth, and you wouldn't have to beg him for his. Aunt's when I'm score. driving, it took me a week to figure out how to Bluetooth my phone to your car. Oh, okay. when I'm driving, it's Daddy's music. I got gotcha. with the exception yesterday being Charlotte and uh, fantastic. All right, give me five. Well done. Thanks. Well done. I tried really Sorry, hard. I got to sit through the rest of this crap. Yeah. But then you get to go, where, Donna, to the Doctor. two shots. The shot factory. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> Which, let me just tell you, when you have little, if you have little kids and you're listening and you go to the pediatrician, I always said they should have a bar on the way out for the parents because you are sweating. It is like high, high, like anxiety when you take, because you don't know if, is it, is it the year where they're going to get the shots? And so they ask you the whole way over there, am I getting a shot? Am I getting a shot? And you're like, I don't think so. I don't know. I don't think so. And then you get in there and they're like, good news. Today we only have to do two shots. And you're like, oh my God. And then they start screaming and yelling. And for Will, they used to have to push in that gigantic toy chest because he would like kick nurses like a mule. <laughs> I mean, I mean it was just, it's truth, it was would. crazy. And so you are like svitzing by the time you get out of there as a parent. You're just like, I've just got to get to my car. You're like crawling to your car just to get home. Who ran from Nana? Your mother, Harriet, Nana. Um, Olivia. Tell it, what was it? Remind me about that. So I was working, Olivia was young and my mom, Nana, was keeping Olivia because she was homesick from school. And so I called my mom and I said, you know, is she still running a fever? And Olivia was in the room and my mom said, yes, she's still running a fever. And I said, okay, I'm going to come home and I'll take her to the doctor. Well, I forgot to tell Nana, don't tell Olivia that I'm coming home to take her to the doctor. So Nana, of course, hangs up the phone and is like, your mommy's on the way home. She's going to take you to the doctor. And so Nana went to do something and came around and couldn't find Olivia. And she had run out into the woods and hidden behind a tree because she didn't want to go to the doctor. It's crazy. I love it. All right, we're going to add uh, three songs, bonus, three songs this week to the Spotify Hype Song playlist. 
Just search Caddy Donna Hype Songs. It's a component to the podcast simply because we can't play music. Even though we're classified by Apple as a music podcast, uh, it's just the law and the rules. And there's fines and C&Ds law. and yeah. things like that. So it's check out the uh, Some big podcasting czar's law. All yeah. right. You need a good laugh, right? Everybody needs a good laugh. I was thumbing through Twitter the other day, and I found a tweet that uh, Jeff Francoeur had retweeted. From the that, Braves. Yes. This is uh, 52 seconds. Pay attention here. All right. You ready? Moments for customers at a Kansas Home Depot. Police responded to reports of a bomb threat at the store in Wichita. A customer alerted employees. A man inside the bathroom said there was a bomb in the building. Police were able to locate the man responsible for those comments, and that man told police he warned other guests to leave the restroom because he was, quote, uh, fixing to blow it up, but had no intention of causing a panic. Man also told police others in the room laughed understanding his joke, which I'm just now getting. <laughs> Home Depot says they will not be pressing charges. But I can tell you right now, you asked the producer for me to read that, didn't you? <laughs> to Ethan now, please. No, no Ethan. E- Ethan. Ethan can't. Ethan can't do the whip. He can't get it together. Hang on, we're hang on. have to go to a commercial. No, we're going to get it. We're going to get, get it. Ethan says, we're going to get it. We're going to get it. I need to tell you about this low pressure system over Topeka. <laughs> but right now, Ethan is losing it. I'm going to blow it up. And someone took that as the man had a bomb. Yeah. At the Home Depot. That's what happened to you at Hibachi. Donna. Donna, why you got to bring that up? You're going to blow it up. We're going to post a video in the letter this Saturday. Because it's just one of the things that just made me laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. All right. Do you want to talk about your beaver? Oh, well, so I somebody sent me this amazing um, video of this beaver, and he is the cutest little thing. You know how I love beavers, and if you've listened to the podcast in the past, I have this beaver that another listener named Richard, and he lives kind of in an area near us, and I haven't seen him lately, so um, I hope he's okay. But I think, I wonder if beavers have like a, if they go into hibernation, like a bear or something. I've got to do more research on the beaver lifestyle. But anyway, so someone sent me this video, and it's a beaver eating cabbage. And there is a... Rep- you say that with such delight. Oh, I love it. And there's a report, supposedly, that if you listen to a beaver eating cabbage for 16 seconds, your blood pressure goes down. Mine's going to go up here for 16 seconds. I swear. Do we really need to play this clip? Yes. Yes. Just listen to this. And imagine. First, you have to imagine his little hands and his little teeth. His hands are the cutest thing in the world. He's sitting at a picnic table. I'm dying here. I'm dying right now. Now, there's clearly a very unruly third grade field trip. That's making my blood pressure go up, actually, those children. But yes, the beaver, it is the cutest thing. Have you ever seen a beaver's hands until you saw that video? I I can tell you with all honesty, I had never seen a beaver's hands, nor had I seen a beaver eating white cabbage until you shared. At a picnic table. Until you shared that with me. Do you have questions about the whole thing? Like, how did he prop himself up? Did they place him at the thing? Was he hungry? I don't have any of those Is that his lunch? Do beavers eat cabbage on a daily basis? I think we should include the video in the letter so that people can see it. All right, so you can get the anchor from Kansas about the Home Depot bomb scare. And then you go the beaver. And the beaver eating white cabbage. Sign up now. Yes. Text left on red. Red is in the color. R-E-D, no spaces, left on red to the number 22828. If that is not compelling content. Woo! All right, Morgan Wallen... 
I had a conversation about Morgan Wallen in the last podcast. Morgan Wallen is a very, very good up and coming country star who Great. was booked to perform on Saturday Night Live this past weekend, but he was canceled. Not the show. Uh, Morgan Wallen was canceled. He took a little detour through Alabama. <laughs> because of all of the videos that showed him maskless and not practicing social distancing and locking tongues with three dozen blonde Alabama undergrad students the Saturday of a ball game down there. So he he did a video after all of the pre all of the videos kind of leaked. The next day he did a a video where he was very contrite and he was apologetic and basically kind of said, I need to go and spend some time and work on myself that I've gotten a little off track and I need to take some time off and kind of work on myself. And then the next thing that came out was Lauren Michaels had said that he was not going to be performing, but Lauren was very kind about it. Got a clip. This is Lauren Michaels with Willie Geist, who is with NBC. This was maybe, I think this was the Thursday before his SNL appearance was uh, was canceled. It probably isn't the first country ever, the first person from rock and roll who partied after a big, in that case, a football game or a concert. But we're just living in a different Everything is scrutinized. Uh, Have yes. you booked another musical guest? Or yeah, about forty-eight I, I, hours. Uh, the we're in the, the we're still in the middle of it. I I know Jack White is coming in, and great know. Jack White. That's yeah, not no, not no, bad. No. Not a bad replacement. And he's always good on the show. So Jack White is from the White Stripes, and um, he's done. I think he's done Saturday Night Live a couple of times. Several times. Yeah, he's a Lauren Michaels favorite. Yeah, he's kind of an indie darling. But you know, the story for Morgan Wallen, I think, is. Everybody was so, and we were joking about it too, but you know, there's two, there's a lot of layers to the story. There is some inappropriateness, I think, with the fact of his age and undergrad girls, but overall, you know, there are people who make mistakes and who, who doesn't make mistakes and who, you know, he's 27 years old. Again, should he have been partying with undergrad students? I don't know, but I mean, people make mistakes. And the thing that I do appreciate about it is that, whether it was someone on his team or whether it was him, they have pulled him out of the limelight. And that's the best place for him right now. You know, if he is somewhere and he genuinely needs 30 days, 45 days, 28, 28 days of help, then good for him. If it's just kind of getting him off the radar and cleansing the palate from the Morgan Wallen jokes and stuff, because he is incredibly talented. I mean, and, and every song he puts out is so amazing. And you know what? People make mistakes. If you've never made a mistake, then point your finger. But we all have. So I hope he gets the time he needs to kind of, you know, work on himself and kind of heal and figure out where he's going to go from here. It's very difficult to, you know, Chasing You was his f debut song, I believe. Right. Um, which was maybe released three years ago. It's challenging and very difficult sometimes to deal with fame that hits quick and with fame um, that you didn't know that you would ever experience experience, especially that soon. And at such a young age and listen on a much just they're not even comparable, but I'll say that when I got to kicks, I was hired when I was 19 and a half years old. I came from Myrtle beach, South Carolina where, uh, it was a job. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. when I got to Atlanta, I did not expect, and I was not prepared for the very you 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 always call it quasi celebrity, which is true. It's a joke. But well, yes. but but it is. It, listen, it's not. 
I don't want to sound like I'm. I know what you mean. Um, I was not prepared for that. And I also made some horrible decisions. And you were 19 years old. And Well, maybe 19 through 24. Yeah. Um, but it's because I wasn't prepared for that. I remember my first appearance. I didn't even know we did appearances. I'd never done an appearance before in my life. Why would people want to come see me? I thought, you know, and we had to get pictures and all this kind of stuff. You, you have a photo shoot today, Caddy. What? What's that? Why, why do I need photos? Well, people come and they want your autograph. You got to be kidding me. What right. a waste of money. Nobody's going to want my autograph. I remember going to Dixie Speedway in Woodstock, which is a dirt track um, north of Atlanta. Dirt uh, track racing is what they do on the weekends at Dixie Speedway, Johnny Clark and the swim family. And that was my first appearance. And I remember going to Dixie Speedway. And Donna, there was a line yeah. around where they where you buy T-shirts and, and swag and things. And to I meet you as a personality. Yeah. I could not believe it. Well, and you and I have talked about it, too, that there is, um, and I'm not, I'm listen, this is armchair psychology. I'm not saying this happened with Morgan Wallen, but, you know, there is an element of self-sabotaging sometimes. When when you have things going on from your past and you, you know, or your self-confidence maybe is not where your star power is, so to speak, then a lot of times you self-sabotage opportunities and there's no bigger opportunity than Saturday Night Live. Now, do I think that's what happened when he was just out partying in Alabama? No, I don't think he was like, but I do think when you experience fame as you did, you know, again, on a, a different level, but when you experience anything like that and you almost don't feel like you deserve it for whatever reason or you haven't earned it, sometimes you can self-sabotage. And, and and do things that you don't, you may not even realize you're messing up opportunities, you know, or you're, or you're doing things, putting things in your way because you're almost afraid to get to that pinnacle. It's kind of like when you're in a relationship and you break up with someone before because you just don't want to be broken up with. So you self-sabotage the relationship. It's no different. I think he's a young guy and I think he, you know, we were talking about the other day that the, the old days of country music where everybody was an outlaw and a drinker and a partier, you know, now in country music, almost every artist that you think of from Kane Brown to the guys in Florida Georgia Line to, you know, Tim McGraw, even Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney, everybody's slowed down. They have families, they have kids, they have, and it's more this mentality of bringing your families on the road, whereas it used to be. Party, get away from the family. Get away from your family. On a 180 day exactly. bender. Drink and party. And so you know, maybe feeling a little isolated too out there that, you know. So we'll we'll see what happens. I, I think he'll come back stronger than ever. And I, I commend the people around him. That's what great label support does when you hear us talk about country country music and labels and, and people at record labels. That's what great record labels do is they step in and say, you know what, buddy? It's okay. We got your back. And let's just go and get whatever we've got to get fixed so that you can continue to be successful, you know, in the long run. I have raised my hand before and asked for help. Sure. And I applaud Morgan Wallen. I do too. For doing the same. Yeah, I do too. So thinking about you, man, and uh, do what you got to do to get yourself right. Six shift crafted dinners and dinner fare feed two to three people. When you use the caddy discount, which is $30 off your first order. It's under one hundred dollars for six, uh, six, 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 six. Hello. <laughs> Maybe when you're making your six chef created dinners, uh, two to three people, Donna. That comes out to uh, seven dollars and sixteen cents per serving. I mean, you, you again. I as a family of five. If you go through 
any drive through around here, it's $45. So these are healthy meals that are um, pre-prepared. You do not have to do a lot to them. Some of the meals we've been doing, we've done this great ravioli dish. I've eaten these leftovers. You've eaten three days. Three nights in a row, these ravioli leftovers because they are so good. And that was a perfect example of a meal that we didn't even have to put together. We pulled the top off of it and put it in the oven. I uh, did my math on another package because at dinner affair, they have meal packages for however many people you have in your family. 12 chef created dinners feed two to three people, $219, $30 caddy discount for your first order. You're under $200. So 12 chef crafted dinners feed two to three people. Your price per serving under six bucks, five ninety-four. You're not going to get delicious, healthy, nutritious meals like dinner affair anywhere else. And it's going to help you out in the kitchen. It's going to give you more time. Uh, to hang out and talk about your day uh, when dinner is is getting ready. Two to three simple steps with every meal. You go to dinneraffair.com. Menu changes every single month. 15 new menu items, 50 new dinners every month. Store the fresh ingredient meals in your freezer. Always have a fresh home-cooked meal ready when you need it most. And now Dinner Affair offers sides. Uh, and not just potatoes and, and, and not just pasta. You can uh, have the chef's. Pair your sides with your dinner, or you can buy them a la carte. Dinners are tailored for all ages and all tastes. Two to three easy steps get dinner on the table, always 100% guaranteed. Free contactless delivery in Atlanta, and uh, they do ship nationwide too. Simple recipe card comes with your meal. They've done all the chopping for you, ingredients to prepare the dinner that you've ordered. They're all separated in bags. So if there's something that you don't want or something that your kids don't want, you just don't open that bag. Dinner Affair, dinneraffare.com, $30 off your first order. Promo code is CADDY, C-A-D-D-Y, at checkout. So we had a listener who's a, a pod peep who drove up from Covington to go to Gallery Furniture. And it's really, you know, it was not a long drive for her, but she told us that it was totally worth it. She got to meet Donna and them, and she got some great furniture, amazing prices. It doesn't matter where you live, where you're listening. Um, Gallery is a great, great place for you to come up and get your furniture. And after this nasty kind of rainy weather we've all been having, it's been all across the country, you want like that room where you can go in there and get some blankets and spread out on your couch, watch college football, watch movies that are on. And Don and them have some amazing love seats. They have some great um, recliners. And, you know, that one, they have that amazing set where it has the, um, it's all power. And it also has the cup holders in it because there's nothing worse than fumbling for like your drink and getting back up and up and down, up and down, up and down. Or having your animals knock over your drink that's on the coffee table. Happens all the time at our house. Yes. So you get a nice cup holder. And that sofa love seat combo is $16.29 and you can get it in three different colors and that beautiful table that you see all over gallery furniture social media it's that monarch table and six chairs and it has that awesome bench that you can add in you get the entire thing for 849 trust me when i tell you that normally you're going to get a table for that price and then you're going to have to add in chairs at 200 dollars a piece and then you bench yeah so you really for thanksgiving the only person who gets to sit down is your grandmother because you don't have enough chairs <laughs> you got to come to gallery and you need to come now before the holidays load it up in your truck, gallery furniture, of course, they'll deliver it to your door as well. Recliners from $299, tons of bedding options to financing is available. The Wolfman Legacy lives at Gallery Furniture, 1600 Browns Bridge Road, Gainesville. Ask for the Wolfman, ask for Donna, and now ask for Donna's daughter, Marilyn. It is America's favorite silly little podcast game called You Can't Beat Jack. And we say good day to Taylor Garland. Hey, Taylor, it's Caddy and Donna. Hey. <laughs> 
So you have really been talking some smack about this on social media, via text message, uh, right here before we went to tape, telling me that you're going to take me down because my current record on the podcast with You Can't Be Jack is, what is it, Taylor? What is it? Let's uh, Taylor tell everybody. What's my record right now, Taylor? Currently, you're, you're 4-0, but you're about to be 4-1, uh, so. We'll see about that. <laughs> um, here's what I want to hear from Taylor. So, you, you know, you, so your friend also suffers from the debil- debilitating disease that uh, old caddy over here has, supposedly, misophonia. But now, what do you call the disease? Um, I call it misophony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start you using that. I, I love it. I, it could be real. I don't know. I just think it's, I think it's kind of funny. I do too. I it's, think it's a very a, it's a very greedy disease, but we we can't help that. We didn't ask to be given misophonia at birth. Misophony. Oh, I love that. I love that. All right, let's talk about the game and the category and what's getting ready to happen. Well, I'm getting ready to take Taylor down. That's what's getting ready to happen. But. Okay, so here is how the category came about. You know how I go kind of around the uh, bend. Do we ever at this point through the woods to get the category? Well, so there was a vice presidential debate last week. I don't know if y'all heard that. It was held recently. And the big takeaway from the vice presidential debate was that a fly flew into Mike Pence's hair. Do you remember that? Did you see that, Taylor? I did. Okay. So the fly kind of took on a life of its own. Now, the question is not about flies or insects because we've done that. The questions are all going to be about famous hair, hairstyles, or lack thereof. Do you love that? You don't look excited, Patty. Okay, well. Let's do a test question. Okay, the test question is, this blonde beauty was one of the original Charlie's Angels and every girl wanted her wings. That big-chested woman from Baywatch. No. Taylor, what you got? (laughs) I have no idea. Fair Fawcett. Oh, okay. Okay, that's just a test question. Okay, do they get better? Yes. Okay, I, I, feel, I, I they thought have those to. were supposed to be easy. Yeah. They, they have to get. It's just a test question. Better. All okay. Right. All right. Are y'all ready? Yes. Okay. So, Taylor, uh, if you get more questions right than Cadillac Jack, you win. If Cadillac Jack gets more questions right than you, he wins. And remember, all ties go to Cadillac Jack because it's not called. You got to finish though. Donna. You can't tie Jack. It's called what? What? can't beat jack that's, that's right taylor right taylor okay so we know the category famous hairstyles or lack thereof now it is not fair for cadillac jack to hear the questions i'm about to ask you so taylor why don't you ask cadillac jack to leave the studio caddy can you please leave the studio all right i'm stepping out all right taylor you are going to do great i have a good feeling don't worry about okay. the test don't worry about the test question that was my hardest one Okay. <laughs> okay, Caddy is out. The 20-second timer will start after I ask you the first question. And remember, if you don't know the answer, you can say pass because the 20-second timer will go fast. Are you ready? I am. Okay, here we go. Question number one. This hairstyle found on both Morgan Wallen and Cadillac Jack in the early days is business in the front and party in the back. That would be a mullet. Okay. This famous movie star has no hair and uses the tagline, Can you smell what the rock is cooking? Skip. This, oh, is that the rock? This red hair, this red hair pigtail cutie will send you a burger and a frosty. Wendy. Jennifer. Oh, okay. Well, you got two. That's good. Did pretty good there. <laughs> 
it. Come on back in. Taylor got two right. Wow. Two right. Well done, Taylor. Well done, I guess. Okay, you ready? All right, going for five and zero. Okay, you ready? I'm done. I'm born ready. I'm always ready. You don't look ready. You ready? Yes. All right, here we go. Ready? This hairstyle, found on both Morgan Wallen and Cadillac Jack in the early days, is business in the front and party in the back. Oh my gosh, mullet. This famous movie star has no hair and uses the tagline, "Can you smell what the Rock is cooking?" Dwayne Rock Johnson. This red-haired pigtail cutie will sell you a burger and a frosty. Wendy. Jennifer Aniston made this hairstyle famous on the TV show the Friends. The famous haircut was called the Polly. True or false? False. This Italian actor and model was known for his... Go ahead and finish the question. Go ahead okay. and finish the question. This Italian actor and model was known for his long locks and his I Can't Believe It's Butter campaign. Fabio. And the last one was Dorothy from The Wizard of Oz rocked this hairstyle all the way from Kansas to Oz. Messy. Pigtails. I thought because of the tornado. Pigtails. Okay. It was all messy. So, let's see. You got... All two, of them. Three. Three right. Mm-hmm. Really four, because you got the Jennifer Aniston too. So, four. I'll so take it. So, you, unfortunately, I all right. took her... You know, what, you know what happens now, Taylor? Yes, I do. You must say those magic words. <laughs> I can't beat Jack. No, oh, that's not good enough. That's not it's, quite I'm right. Taylor from Cherokee County, Georgia, and I Go. can't beat Jack. I'm Taylor from Cherokee County, Georgia, and I can't beat Jack. Five all and zero. All that trash talking. Five and zero. Oh. Hey, um, no, I knew it was going to bite me. That's okay. You did good. What's it like to uh, work with your husband? <laughs> um, we're different agencies, but we do cross paths. It's it's kind of different. I'm not going to lie. We have um he he gets to handle a lot of my teenagers sometimes, and I think he uh loves that. So now, can we say what you do? Um, I, yeah, I work in juvenile court. Okay, and your husband is works with the uh, the sheriff's office. Yes. In the does. same county. Now, now, did you ever go to GV? Are you looking at me? Yeah. Well, I'm not answering that question. Why? <laughs> that means that's a yes. <laughs> <laughs> I totally want to know the answer to that it's question. Exactly. Yeah, GV meaning what? Like ju- juvenile court. You had to go in for something. I never had to go to court, per se. Okay, what did you have to do? I maybe had to go to the sheriff's department a couple for times. what? <laughs> in high school. Just various, just various things. Well, what were those various things? You know what? We're gonna we're, the focus here is Taylor, who is kind enough to join us on the podcast today. It, Taylor wants to know too what you had to go there for. So, um, what do you? I, I want to ask you about this, Taylor. There is a mm-hmm. story out today that people are less likely to give CPR, and this is something I never thought of during the entire pandemic, which we're now in month what seven, something eight? Like seems that. like fourteen, yeah. fifteen. Seems like twenty years now. People are less likely mm-hmm. to give CPR to a stranger because of the pandemic. What do you think about that? Oh, I don't know. I don't really know what I think about that. I don't know that it would affect me at all. <laughs> so you would definitely give CPR to anyone at any time. Absolutely. I yes. feel like I'm I'm more of a reactor. Like I would immediately just go towards that. So I don't think I would even think about the pandemic. What about you, Donna? Well, I mean, I would. <laughs> I would. I'll be honest with you. Like I would, I would save anyone's life at any time as best that I could. I mean, I don't know how capable I am, but I would give it. I would give it that college try. But I'm the person who doesn't even want to drink after my kids in a straw, and not because they are something's wrong with them. I'm just I am so heebie-jeebie about germs. So this would be, but I don't think in that situation you would think. I think you would just jump in and go for it. 
Yeah. yeah. I've had time to thank I'm, you, Mike. I'm not like that about germs, though, so I, I probably should be. Yeah, well, you have to be a helper, though. So you enjoy germs. Well, I bet you love the pandemic, don't you? No, I don't know. I don't enjoy germs. <laughs> I've never read it. We ate stuff off the floor if it dropped. I mean, that was just like kind of how we were raised. It'll build your immune system. You'll be fine. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> I think I ate a gnat the other day, but that's a story for another day. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to let you get to court. Thank you, guys. Have a good morning. Thank, Thank you, you for playing. for your support. Thank you for uh, listening to the podcast twice a week on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And uh, sorry about your loss today. Is on the whiteboard here in the uh, App and Media Group, App and Podcast Network studio. My record goes to 5-0, and oh, and we'll play again uh, next week. Misophony, you say? Yeah, misophony. I'm stealing that one. Have a great, <laughs> have a great day, Taylor. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye-bye. If you've been on the line about CBD products and the benefits that, uh, that that you can see and that you can that feel in your body and in your mind, we released a bonus podcast with Christine Richard just this past weekend. Go check that out because we kind of started at the base about CBD products and, and answered questions and laid the foundation specifically for people that are thinking about it or have thought about it, or at least it's just registering in your mind, you know what, maybe I can get some relief and some help with CBD products. Go check out the bonus podcast from this past weekend. And uh, if your questions aren't answered there, reach out. I'll give you Christy's personal cell phone. She's told me, listen, give out my cell phone number. Anybody that has any kind of questions, Christy and Richard both have science backgrounds. Uh, tinctures, I learned during the podcast, are the most effective way to yep. get CBD product into your body to help get that relief as quickly as you possibly can. It's a very effective way. And I also learned, Don, I don't know if you know this or not, that um, you don't just squirt them down your throat. You're, you're, you're you, the, you put it under your tongue. Yes, and you swish it around yep. for like 30, 45, 60 seconds yep. so that it absorbs into your system and you nearly get immediate relief with CBD products. Tincture Tuesday. Uh, if you're listening on upload date, which is uh, Tuesday, October 13th, today, 20% off all tinctures at the Hemp Pharmacy, the Home Depot, uh, in front of the Home Depot, Millward Parkway, and like the Hemp Pharmacy, Alfred on Facebook to... Uh, Score that beautiful Halloween gift basket with all sorts of treats. So we want to say hello and thank you to Melanie Johnson. Melanie's a pot peat for this episode. She right. Take Hattie and Donna. I've been meaning to ask you a question. I was a loyal listener of yours on the radio for years. I truthfully only listened to my second act, Caddy Wagon, with Richie and Raider and Hustle and music on my phone. But while I'm at work, I have to play something, so I listen to 104.7 The Fish. Now, uh, in Atlanta, 104.7 The Fish is a very popular contemporary Christian radio station. Yes. How is that? Uh, how is it that apparently for 20 years, Kevin and Taylor have maintained their morning show together for so long? There were so many changes at Kicks the entire time I listened, but this duo has remained together. How? Why? Um, she writes, is it a matter of who owns the station? Is it unheard of for two people to remain co-hosts of a morning Christian station for that long? I've heard you talk about the politics and country radio a lot. And truthfully, was mind blown when I learned all of this. Is it the same for the Christian market? Don't get me wrong. I like them and love listening to them at work. But it all just piqued my curiosity. Have a great day. Thank you for the last Melanie Johnson, a pop peak for this episode. So we were talking about this, you and I, and, you know, our thoughts on it. One of the things that started happening when you, um, if, if you're just new listening to the podcast, you worked in country radio here in Atlanta, Georgia for 26 years. And for the better half, I would say half of that career, there was no competition. 
um, in the Atlanta market. There were two country radio stations, if you remember, but they were owned by the same company. And so there were the control factor was was done all in house of, you know, which, you know, which one of one of the stations, which was kicks was the most popular station. And then the other station was called a flanker station. And what that means is that station was brought in to hopefully keep someone else from coming into a the third, market. So another radio company Correct. bringing in a third country station. And so by having control, um, we, we, I say I worked there as well, but the, the company could control the country. They dominated. We could control the country market. So, you know, the fish has been the only contemporary Christian station in Atlanta for a while, there is a new sort of new station that's come around that I think is doing really well. And it's doing okay, but it's also syndicated nationally with the fish, yes. um, which is owned by Salem communications. Kevin and Taylor are local. They are in the studio every morning. And I think I know when I listen to radio, I prefer local personalities over nationally syndicated personalities who have no idea what the weather is going to be like, who have no idea what's going on in your community. But Kevin and Taylor for 20 years have always had their thumbprint on this city. Yeah. And they're very, and I salute them for 20 years. I mean, it's it's unheard of. It truly, truly is unheard of. Yeah. And they're very involved in the city. And I think part of it was there was just no need to go look, you know, if the old saying, if it's not broke, don't fix it. The problem with kicks was they were always trying to fix it and it wasn't broke. And it wasn't broke for a long time. But what happened is when you get new program directors, and those are the people that position at a radio station is the one who um, works with the personalities on the station, schedules the music. They used to have much more power than they do now. A lot of those music decisions are made from a corporate level. Um, But every time you got a new program director, their job was to increase ratings. And so the first place you go to increase ratings is maybe my personalities aren't working. And change the jingle package. Change the the jingle. And maybe we should rename the station. You know, Kix had a heritage personality for 26 years, and there's no Kix in Atlanta anymore. It's now a new country. Um, so it's it's different philosophies that come through the building, and a lot of times it's really not the best interest of the station. It's the person trying to make a splash because their bonus is probably predicated on them getting ratings up even one percentage, one notch. You know, they may get a bonus or something like that. So some of those de- decisions are not made from from the best places. And I think with um, the fish, they've just always been, a, they've done, they do incredibly well on the ratings. They've never really had any true competition. And both of those personalities, um, just like when you were on the radio station, endorse millions of dollars worth of commercial revenue that come through the station. So if it's not broke, why fix it? You know, I think it would be a huge uproar in the market if they did. 20 years. Congratulations, Kevin Taylor, 104.7, the fish here in Atlanta. And you mentioned flanking um, a station. When uh, one Y106 with the late great Rhubarb Jones, when they finally flipped that station to oldies, right? When didn't it go first yes. to true oldies? Yes. With Scott Shannon, the true oldies channel. Yes. Scott Shannon, a legendary radio personality. It still is on the air in New York at like 98 years old. Um, that the flanking position went away. Yeah. Because it left kicks very vulnerable as the only country station in Atlanta. And it took seconds for yep. at the time, clear channel communications, which is now iHeartMedia, heart media to launch the bull. And since about that day, uh, shortly, it didn't take long at all for the bull to overtake kicks. And, and to this day, uh, they are the, the market leader 
And once a station overtakes another station, it's really gosh, nearly impossible really to hard to get it back. You can even the playing field, but once you give up that lane in in, in any format, rock, country music, because you know it's also. Um, People flock to the the newest and the and the brightest and the shiniest. So, thank you for reaching out and being a poppy for this episode. You can do the same. Reach out anytime. We have a podcast voicemail text line. Come straight to my phone seven seven zero four six four six zero two four. Let's check it. Y'all ready? Here we go. Oh boy! And here we go. Not a whole lot of anything there. Okay. So reach out. I'm bored some days. Just like to communicate back and forth on the uh, voicemail text line. Also, want to say hello to Anita, who is a pod peep uh, for this episode as well. And she writes, uh, uh, I can't find it, but something about Thursday's episode was a scream. We'll take it. I don't know what she was referring to, but I think that uh, most every segment in every podcast is a scream. I think it had to do with you being in the bathroom. That was Tuesday's episode. I thought that as well. Thank you, Donna. We have a small ask of you three things. If you are able, number one, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss anything coming up. Also, uh, rate and leave five-star reviews for the podcast. And number three, show our sponsors some love. Gain, uh, gallery Furniture in beautiful downtown Gainesville, Hemp Pharmacy, Winward Parkway in front of the Home Depot, and DinnerAffair.com. DinnerAffair.com. Guests of the Cadillac Jack My Second Act podcast stay at the all-new Even Hotel at Avalon. Steps from world-class shopping, dining, and entertainment. Our thanks to executive producer Carl Appen, who is also editor and runs the show. Everything that we do, he's got his hands and fingers all over it. We appreciate all that he does. Uh, he edits the uh, weekly e-letter, The Letter. Hit your inbox Saturday mornings at 9.10. Subscribe for free. We don't share your information with anybody, and that's a guarantee. New episodes. What is that again? New episodes Tuesday and Thursday of Cadillac Jack, my second act. We are truly proud to be part of the Appen Podcast Network. Mm-hmm.